0: Hey everyone, thanks for coming back here to Follow the Puck. Today we caught up with Dodge County head coach Nick Warden. And for those of you that don't know, Dodge County had a fantastic season last year. Good young team, and they ended up getting beat out in the playoffs. But as you'll hear Nick talk about, maybe that's the best thing that ever happened to these young kids. Hopefully they can learn their lesson and make a push for the X here this year. And it sounds like they strengthened up their schedule a little bit, so that'll test them early. And they're a team, in my opinion, that we should keep an eye on down in Southern Minnesota. And if you know of anybody else that we should reach out to, send us a DM on Twitter or shoot us an email at ftp at follow the And we are just going to jump right into this conversation here with Nick. So enjoy.
1: Do you mind just kind of recapping last season? I know you guys, you guys. To people that aren't familiar with the program, you guys seem to come from nowhere and put on have a fantastic
2: year. And really, I know that's not the
1: case, but.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we, I took it over uh, two years ago. Um, you know, we had a, a group of Bantams uh, two years ago that had uh, great success, um, you know, made it to the state the Bantam A-State Tournament, the VFW State Tournament. It um, was a neat group of kids. And we knew they were kind of coming, and so we were trying to, you know, make some changes within, within the program to, to suit, you know, those kids coming in. And our numbers as a whole are starting to increase. Uh, you know, I think in the years past, they struggled just to put a JV team together. And, you know, this year we're going to have, you know, if everybody comes out, we're going to have, you know, 52 to 55 kids try out for the team. So, um, numbers have, have jumped drastically, which has been really nice. So, and, uh, You know, those Bantams came in last year, they were sophomores, and, um, you know, we kind of, you know, uh, the coaching staff, we had said, it's going to take a solid month, maybe two months, just to get them comfortable and confident. Um, You know, the game is certainly faster at a higher level in the the high school, but it also is, you know, much more physical, and uh, that's something, you know, we were trying to prep them on, and, you know, early on, once we got started, we could tell we were going to be successful, but. I think the physicality of everything um, you know overwhelmed some of our kids, and uh, you know we got banged up early early on and and I think you know once we got healthy started to figure out you know how to how to play a little bit differently and teach those kids how to play a little differently um, they were able to get confident and, and uh, we had a good really good second half of the season so so I'm guessing
1: the uh, first opening game of the season last year they lost to Hastings was an eye opener for the Guys oh, coming
2: yeah. in. Yeah, we, you know, we tried to prep them what they were getting. And I knew pretty well what we were getting into, and uh, we tried to prep them as good as we could on you know how that was going to be, and you know we knew how fast Hastings would play, and you know I think they were just taken totally taken back, you know just about how quick the game is, you know at an upper level in, in in our state at the high school level, how fast teams are through the neutral zone and how well they support each other. Um, and then just how physical people are. I mean, they're on you, you know, right away. You don't have a lot of time. Um, and I think that that jump from Bannams to high school was a, was a big eye opener for those kids. You know, maybe maybe not the best game out of the gate, but but also was kind of like, all right, you want to get to here. This is this is how far we have to go. So um, so that part was good, I think.
1: So what do you think? You know, as as the season progressed and and Brody started pumping in these goals could you see the confidence grow around him and the
2: th- team as a whole or how did that oh yeah him? you know I think we we challenged Brody early on you know he scored a ton of goals in Bantams I mean I think 100 plus goals in Bantams and you know we knew exactly the type of goal score he was and and we challenged Brody early on to do some different things in the defensive zone and neutral zone and blocking shots and finishing checks and he you know, far exceeded our expectation on that side of it, Um, you know, and just playing really good two-way hockey. I think that's one thing, you know, that maybe was a little bit underrated, you know, for people that have watched him. He's super highly skilled, can put the puck in the net like nobody I've seen. But his ability to do all these little things um, I think was a huge confidence boost to the other kids, you know, them seeing him block shots and dive in front of and finishing checks and things like that. Uh, I think really helped a lot of our other kids on the team. and it just you could feel the kind of the confidence go through the lines. Um, he had a good attitude, was kind of a natural leader for us uh, on the bench. Um, and um, I think that helped a lot of our other younger kids come alongside of him.
1: Yeah, looking at the roster, you do have a young team, so it'll be you know next season should be on paper should be another fun.
2: Yeah, I mean we have quite a few seniors, but I, I think you know our varsity kids, for our returning varsity kids, um, you know there's only three or four of them there. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll still be somewhat young this next year. So, but I think, you know, we will have a lot, of, uh, a whole slew of juniors as well that have a have a year under their belt. So that'll be good.
1: Losing in the playoffs to Mankato, what is, did they learn anything there? Or do you think it yeah, just kind I think, of builds
2: or? Yeah. Yeah, I think they did. High school hockey definitely is I had been out of it for a little while, you know, and then getting back into coaching, it's definitely a lot different than, you know, how I grew up and the conditioning side and you know, so we tried to walk that line all year of of making feeling like we were conditioned but also not spending too much time doing it. And I think we as coaches probably didn't have our kids quite as well conditioned as we, we thought we did. Um and I, I think You know, we somewhat ran out of gas and didn't quite see the effort that we we needed in that game. Um, I think in hindsight, losing that game is probably the best thing that will have happen to those kids just to help kind of light the fire. Um, You know, and I try to describe to them, you know, regular season hockey and then what it means when playoffs start. You know, you try to, I use the comparison a little bit when you watch the NHL all year and you, you see the regular season. It's great hockey. It's fun to watch. And then when playoffs start, it's like nothing you've ever seen. I mean, it's at a faster pace, it's more physical. It's literally, you're playing like you might never play again. And, um, I said, that type of urgency is what you, what you're going to need. And I don't think they fully realized it until they kind of got into it and probably realized it once it was over, you know? And I, and they were, in, and we were in the game and we spotted, and spotted Mankato a few early and then came back and made it a tight game at the end. And, you know, I think, uh, I think just our youth probably played a a large role in the outcome of that game. And getting back to what you said, it might be
1: the best thing that ever happened to them. I I tend to agree with you. You don't want it to be easy for them to experience that kind of success, make them realize it's going to take that extra work and practice for it to pay off.
2: Yeah. And I think they were hearing from, you know, you know, it's so easy for them to, to plug into social media and all these things and, and hear what other people are saying about you and, you know, they were the favorite going in and, you know, had this record and they're on a winning streak and all these great things, you know, and I think it, it, it can be easy to kind of become complacent with those things rather than, you know, feel like you've got to go earn it. So so as a
1: head coach, are you involved with all aspects of youth program as well? Or how do you, you, you know, we're that?
2: trying to, I, I've got a kid that plays youth hockey that's in the sports right now. And, you know, that was kind of my getting back involved a little bit, um, you know, with him and, and then, um, you know, we're trying to influence the youth a little bit. And I think they, they're in a uh, period of change right now as well, just some change in leadership and things like that. So, you know, we're going to host a youth camp later this summer with, with a bunch of the youth kids and uh, just trying to, you know, get both programs working in sync. I, so I I think there's a, a need for it and we're trying to get there. And, you know, I'm also trying to recognize that I've got a family and work and all these other things too. So it's balance. a balancing act for sure yeah it really is it really is it's, you know i just have kind of told the youth that i needed a year or two to you know kind of get my own kitchen clean here before we start working at you know getting diving too far into the youth side so yeah and i i know it
1: like you referenced earlier once you know winning winning will bring back those numbers and get those youth programs you know the numbers back up there too so i think few few years
2: of success and you'll really have be on the right path so yep yep exactly i think that this group you know is that we have right now is a great group of kids we also um, i think they fully realize you know the importance uh, you know the important piece they have in kind of setting the tone for the program for future u- years and using it as a launching pad for for our entire program you know you I mean, know our girls program has done just a great job the last you know, 10 or 15 years and has, has had great success. And, and our boys program that hasn't always had that. So, um, you know, if we can get up, up to that same level, I think that would be fantastic. Has your schedule been released for next season yet? No, I haven't released it yet. I have every uh, everything but two games. So oh. we, uh, we have been working really hard to try to um, pick up a lot of different games and a lot of uh, more competitive teams. Uh, you know, we picked up Gentry this year. We're in Little Falls. Um, we picked up uh, Tartan again, um, so you know we've got probably at least ten or twelve very, very competitive games for us. Um, Mankato West, Albert Le, um, you know, and, and then a few Double uh, A teams as well. So you know we picked up Osseo, Hopkins, and a few like that. So I think the depth of our schedule will be a lot better this this coming season than it was a year ago, or, or even more so than two years ago. So.
1: Well, good for you. Them are, I mean, Gentry and Little Falls alone, and Class A are going to be, my opinion, are they're prime for big success too for next season. So that's
2: yeah We play in a little turkey trot to start the season with uh, Simley, Cottage Grove, and uh, North Branch, and uh, we also picked up Pine City. So that's another, you know, up and coming program. I think that's going to have more success this year. I would agree
1: with that theory as well. So what would you say with the current group of kids you have your coaching style? Do you play more of, you know, a, or do you design your game to fit the kids or do you have a certain style that you want to instill in the kids?
2: Yeah, I think we try to try to, um, play it around the style of our kids a little bit. Um, last year we played, last year we tried to play, you know, extremely aggressive. Um, you know, we um, we kind of model it a little bit after um, the Nashville Predators, kind of how they play their ozone, trying to engage all five guys. Um, so we're trying to promote as much creativity in the offensive zone as possible, and then put the kids under a little bit more structure in the neutral zone and defensive zone. Um, and I think that was really good for the kids to do that, but I, I think it also exploited us a little bit at times. Um, you know. Like especially, you know, toward the end of the season a little bit at times when we had guys running around that, you know, should have been backing out. Um, but we will do something very similar to that again and um, try to let our forwards and all all five guys in the offensive zone uh, play a huge role and, and rotate around and, and um, kind of free will, if you will. And I think that caters to our kids a little bit that we have, you know, probably eight or nine kids that are just super creative in the offensive zone and, um, you know, just trying to feed off what we feel they're good at.
1: Well, it's, as, a, as a coach, that's important to, yeah, let them do what they feel they're best at and obviously
2: the results show on the scoreboard, so. Yeah. I think I look at it as, you know, we're trying to give them a, a toolbox and let them, you know, play inside that toolbox and, you know, use all the different things that we've practiced day in and day out You know, we work hard on cutbacks and scissoring and all the different things, you know, as the game changes from where it was 10, 15 years ago. And, um, you know, also trying to take into account, you know, the things they're going to use later on as they try to, you know, we have a ton of kids that would love to play at a higher level. So,
1: well, that was going to be my next question. Do you think you'll be able to hold on to all of them through their senior years or is there any discussion? I I
2: mean, I think, you know, Brody will be back with us this next year uh, for sure. I think for the most part, most kids will stick around. It's a really tight group of kids. They um, they get along really well. It's it's fun to watch them off the ice, you know, all hanging out with each other. And, you know, you see them at the golf course and all over the place. So I, I think it's something where they recognize, you know, the potential opportunity they have and sticking together is, you know, how they're going to kind of see it through.
1: And that's what's interesting, talking to, you know, former players that have experienced the the state attorney and such they always reference just being there with the team in, in the locker room that's that's their favorite memory is that experience just being with the team not necessarily winning or losing but it's all about the guys that you're with
2: Yeah, you know, yeah i i try to harp on that a lot just you know i said winning games is fun and, and at the high school level and that you know having the most goals scored in a season you know for Brody that that's really neat these are all really neat things i said but I mean, you got to enjoy the process. The every day coming to the rink, you know, a lot of days we practice early in the morning, and you know all these little things and being in the lot. We have a really nice locker room at our rink, and I mean all those details. That that's what you got to enjoy, and because um, th- those are the things you're going to remember when you when you move on. It's not going to be, you know, what game you won so much.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. And unfortunately, most kids don't think about it, so I'm glad you're bringing it to their attention now because it is that is the truth of it yeah so do any of the boys are they multi-sport athletes or is it just hockey down there or what's
2: the yeah so we you know <clears throat> we're a co-op so we're made up of several different schools um, I would say most of our kids come from Casson Byron and Pine island uh, we will have a couple more this year from Zambroda and, and hayfield um, but most of our kids come from just a you know f- three schools there and um, we do have you know a handful of kids that that play football and hockey or, um, you know, soccer and hockey. And then a lot of them do play a spring sport, whether it's golf or baseball, um, and then a couple run track as well. So I think I think we have a fair amount of multi-sport athletes. I think there's a – in these smaller communities like this, there's almost a demand for it. Just, you know, you get a good athlete, you're trying to use them everywhere you can. Um, You know, I think some of our kids are struggling with the decision of, you know, should I play football or should I just focus on hockey in the fall? Because I think there's a lot of opportunity for them, you know, to skate in the fall. Um, so I think that's a that's a hard decision to put on some of these kids, you know.
1: Especially if the parents are pushing one thing in particular.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I just, I really try to stay out of it. And, you know, I was a multi-sport athlete when I grew up as a kid. And I just said, you know, I'll support whatever you decide. I mean, you're old enough to make your own decision. And, Whatever you decide is the right decision. So, you know, I mean, just whatever you decide, go all in for that time period and then get ready for the next thing.
1: It is interesting. And the reason I asked you that question is, you know, of all the coaches we've talked with and basically just gave your answer, you know, absolutely. If they want to do football, if they want to do bas- or uh, baseball in the spring or track, we push it. We tell them that's the right choice for you.
2: Yeah, my fear is that not every kid is cut out to skate and play hockey 24 seven, you know, and I think you can easily burn yourself out. And, you know, I think a lot of these kids talk about wanting to go to juniors or leave high school early. And I mean, that's, those are all cool things. And, and I'm not knocking juniors one bit, but once you move on from high school, it, it's a different, that the whole thing is different. <laughs> it has yeah. a different mentality, you know, I mean, it, they're there to see your results. They don't necessarily care about, who you are so much
1: and that's that's the truth of it yeah all they want to see is the results and the rest doesn't matter and it's it's so different
2: and it's a grind yeah it's very different it's not 25 games and practice four or five days a week it's it's much different than that
1: like i said i just wanted to reach out to you i know you're busy so i won't take take up much more of your time but wanted to see how things were going for you guys and talk about the kids coming back next year and Glad to hear you're adding some teams to your schedule. That'll be fun to watch from a
2: distance here at see how the boys respond. Yeah, we're really excited. I think, I think uh, you know, I think the pieces have come together. We, we did a good job of getting the right coaches in here um, with the assistant coaches we have. We have a good group of six or seven coaches and um, young and old and um you know, we, we use Brody's dad, uh, Jeff is one of our assistant coaches and he brings a different flavor that is good for us. And, um, you know, I got two other coaches that are a little younger that are great. And I, It's just nice to have a whole bunch of, you know, highly educated hockey people around you that, you know, to bounce ideas and try to keep you out of the ditch and, um, just try to continue to grow, to grow the, to grow the program. So
1: winning, winning will make that happen a lot sooner. I can guarantee you that there's, even from an outsider looking in there's a lot of a lot of people talking what you know what what you guys got going on down there is obviously the right thing and it's super fun to see yeah
2: and i think if we could get a birth of the state tournament it would help uh really get us on the map for years to come so that would be fun
1: Thanks Colin, so appreciate it you bet have a great rest of the day all right take care bye You yeah, bye.
0: and as we said before i think dodge county is team to keep an eye on for this upcoming season it'll be fun to see what they can accomplish with a tougher schedule and these young kids with a year of experience under their belt at the varsity level and again if you know of anybody else we should be looking at or reaching out to send us a dm on twitter or send us an email ftp at follow the and stay tuned for more